One of my soul sisters in Attract a Great Guy had asked how she could step into her divine feminine energy because she had been single so long and often that means that we have to do a lot of things ourselves, and that requires us stepping into our masculine energy but we can get kind of stuck there and through her inquiry I had made a Instagram live regarding this which is what I'm sharing with you all today so if you notice that the sound is a little different that was being not recorded through my big Mac Daddy Yeti microphone. It was being recorded on my cell phone in my car. But the content was so great and I really loved the energy I felt recording it and I felt such a flow with this Instagram Live that I thought I would be cheating you all if I didn't share it here on my podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy this today. It was a really fun episode to make and there's just so much great content in there. So let's dive in. You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown, where we upgrade our relationships and life by applying practical ideas, universal truths, and life-changing inspiration. Let's go have some fun. Today, I want to talk to you guys about what appears to be the subject of the week, which is the divine and sacred feminine. I interchange those words because they mean the same thing to me and how it is that the divine feminine can shift your relationship and why is it that we are hearing so much about this in the world today so starting from the basics we have two sides of us we have our feminine side and we have our masculine side and both sides are serving and both sides have their places but as the world has gone on what has happened is that back in the day the women were really mostly in their divine feminine the men were mostly in their divine masculine and it appeared to work why because the men had to be the hunters they had to be the killers to be honest they had to kill animals to feed their families they had to kill intruders or invaders or anybody that could bring harm to their family or their community or their country and women's were the ones who had the babies and they kept the home going and they cooked the meals and they fed the the people and the men and they welcomed them home and gave them a safe place to come home to and these are things that have been in place for a very very long time if you watch movies or period pieces you're going to see this very keenly demonstrated in those things but as time went on and as the years rolled by and the centuries rolled by women's lib movement came about which is a fabulous thing and what happened was is that women found themselves in now roles that was typically of the masculine so women would have to step more into their masculine side because they had to prove themselves and they had to take on those traits in order to prove themselves and to be treated equally there's other things involved too here where many people aren't getting married anymore many people are choosing to be single and become single parents whether they do it through traditional med- med- um, traditional methods or if they do it through adoption so I know for me as a mother and as someone who had spent many many years being a single mother that I had to adopt more of those masculine traits as well because I can't just be the softy, I can't just be the gentle one and the understanding one and the communicative one. I had to be the disciplinarian as well. Also, for many of us, we had to take on our masculine traits as a way of 
survival in our childhood. We had to learn to be tough. We had to learn to be scrappers. We had to learn to fight. In my particular story, I grew up in a household full of boys, all brothers, no sisters, and a neighborhood full of boys. So I had to kind of adopt the traits that they had or else I wouldn't fit in because when I was in my feminine, they didn't want me around because I would cry or I'd get my feelings hurt or something would happen and they just didn't have time for that and they would shove me aside. So it's like, okay, I have to act a certain way in order to fit in. The problem is, is as we go forward into adulthood and we get into our male-female relationships, and this is really not gender specific. This could be any type of relationship, no matter what gender that you identify with, because at some point somebody is going to have more of the masculine traits and someone is going to have more of the feminine traits. This doesn't mean that this is across the board, but you can apply this to your own life no matter what gender that you identify with. But in this particular case, I'm talking about the male-female dynamic in a heterosexual relationship. And what happens is, is many of us that have adopted more of our masculine side and have let that feminine go to the wayside, the reason being is that, not the reason being, the reason why that comes into a struggle is that when we need to express what we need to our partners, to our male partners as women, and those needs aren't met or they don't see it our way or they get upset with us or they yell or they walk out or whatever it is that they do that the men do because men are that they are the scrappers they are the tough ones they are typically not in touch with their emotions even though they want to be that's a sidebar that I hope I remember to get to what happens is is that we get all up in our masculine as well and we start fighting for what we want and then there's the argument that happens and that becomes a power struggle we are in a power struggle at that point and that's not what we're trying to do here what we're trying to do is to be heard and to be seen and to be understood and to get our needs met but when we are constantly in this power struggle with our partners that's not happening because we're meeting them at their level of intensity or their level of strength. And when we do this with a man, what happens is, is it ignites their fight. It ignites their competition genes. It ignites their desire to win. And they will often do what they can to win in that situation rather than stepping into their understanding and their um, compassion and things like that. Because for the typical man, they have not been able to cultivate that, not only because they are the divine masculine, but because society has also, as we have stepped into our masculine, society has also not, men allowed to, has not allowed men to step into their feminine. Now remember, we both have both sides of this in our psyches. This is something that we need to learn to balance between the two. So what I'm leading to is that as women, when we're going up against our man, you know, with a bunch of fight, trying to get our way, we're going to get nowhere and that's going to end up in a bunch of arguments. So what is the solution here? And this is when we talk about stepping into the divine feminine. The solution is, is that we, we stay soft in our delivery, kind and gentle. We show our emotions, meaning the way we're feeling, if we're sad, if we're hurt, if we're upset. And that our emotion actually will ignite emotion in the man. That will ignite them to feel. And that's what we're trying to do. But when we're fighting with them, we're not igniting them to feel. We're actually pushing against what we really want rather than being in the receiving mode. 
So what I had to learn to do is instead of trying to fight for my life and my relationship, I still would express my needs. I still do to this day. But instead of going up against my partner, I remain soft. I remain gentle. <clears throat> Excuse me. I remain calm. And I have good boundaries in place. So if he steps into an area like that's, you know, louder or something that I'm not enjoying, then I postpone the conversation or I say, let's, you know, let's reconvene this later. Where a typical old Kristen would be like, you know, keep fighting for to try to convince you that I'm right. I have learned to step more into my feminine, which I'm hoping this is helping you to do too. And to understand that when you know your worth fully, that you don't need to fight for your life for your worth. All you need to do is honor your own worth. And when you honor your own worth in these situations by removing yourself from a situation, you are actually demonstrating that to your person. And this doesn't have to be done with door slamming and and pouting away. Remain in your power, remain in your center. So what you're delivering to them is smooth, it's clean, but it's powerful. Here's what many people don't understand about men. Men are not that hard to motivate to change. If he loves you, he wants to please you. But he can't step into the wanting to please you when you are combative with him because that ignites that gene in him, that competition gene. What motivates him is to see you wanting your thing, standing in your power in a calm and gentle way, and that will ignite his emotion, which makes him feel in that moment. And for most of you know this, that emotion is what guides us. So if he's feeling what we're feeling in that moment, then he's more likely to want to do whatever it takes to please us. Now, this does not mean that we do manipulation. We're not like, oh, I'm gonna go cry because I know that gets my, my husband or my boyfriend to do something for us. Manipulation, number one, is eventually caught on to and that makes you a not so great guy, girl, actually. All right, number one. Number two, it only gives us short-term gratification. We might get what we want in that moment, but we don't get it long-standing because nothing has truly shifted or grown or healed inside of our partner. It's just they want to end this or they they know to get you quiet. This is what they do. Okay, that's not what we're looking for. Men want to heal and grow and they want to be connected. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the number one need of human beings is food, water, shelter. Okay, it's those type of things. The number two need is belonging and connection. They want this just as much as you do. So many women think men don't care, they don't feel, they don't this. No, they got the feelings, y'all. They just don't express the feelings. So we watch this and we're like, they don't care. Oh no, they care. We're just not bringing out the right feelings in them by being combative or being bitchy or being aggressive. Those feelings come out in the man when we stay in our feminine. Remember, feminine is not weakness. It is not passive, it is assertive. It is speaking your truth. It is standing up for what you believe and what you need and being willing to remove yourself from situations that are not good, whether they be verbally, mentally, physically abusive, whatever it might be. I always have to disclaim this. If you're in a physically abusive relationship, get the flock out, get out. Don't even subject yourself to that anymore. Even mentally abuse, okay? 
But what I'm saying is that when you can step into your heart, when you come from your heart to them, they're going to feel that. Remember, you are your man's soft place to fall. He doesn't want to lose you. He needs to put his head on your breast at the end of the day. He needs you to stroke his head and his back and to give him gentle kisses and know that everything is okay. They rely on our softness. That is what attracts a man to a woman is that divine feminine. But when we show up that way at first and then we turn into this combative crazy lady, they're like, what the hell? What is this? That's not what they signed up for. However, there is a way to still get your needs met while being soft. And that is rooted in knowing your worth and knowing that you can have this thing that you want. It is there. It is doable for you. You don't have to get combative. You don't have to get mean. It is about removing yourself. If you're, if the energy coming at you is not comfortable, if the energy coming at you is not kind, remove yourself. You don't have to be a bee about it. Just like, yeah, I'm going to step back from this right now. That gives your guy time to get back into his center because he's been ignited into his combat zone. It allows him to get back into his center. And once he's there and he approaches you, then you can talk. Keep in mind that when you remove yourself energetically from a man, he feels it and he misses it. For the man that loves you, he is going to want to do what he can to get that back. And it's that removing your energy from that combat zone that is going to make him go, hmm. Now, the amount of time that this takes is in undetermined. It depends on the man. Sometimes it could be five minutes. Sometimes it could be a couple hours. Sometimes it might be a day or two. The important part is to be able to wait that out and not be fearful that you're going to lose him. He's learning so much in that process. Let him learn it. Let him feel. Let him miss you. Let him know to get this back that he needs to calm down and to show up in a way that you guys can actually reach a solution or at least a compromise. All right, you guys, peace out to you. Let me know if you have any questions because I'm here for you. Love you. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to subscribe and share. If you're listening on iTunes, you can give a big thanks by leaving a five-star rating and review. If you'd like to explore coaching plans, other products, and free resources, go to kristenbrown.org. Until next time, everyone, remember to go love yourself.